Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Afternoon FM. Uh, today, I'm joined graciously by the Horsehead Band. Uh, I have JB here, Jim the Boss, to some of those that are in the Jersey City music scene. Uh, I actually didn't catch your name, bro. <laughs> I'm Jose the Guy. Jose the Guy. Yeah. He plays bass. He plays bass. <laughs> so, welcome, guys. Thanks, man. Um, a... The music, your intro music, is great, but it's funny because complete contrast to what we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fuzz and noise and for the songs re- about love. And For the record, ladies and gentlemen, JV is wearing a Celine Dion shirt with satanic symbols. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> supposed to be like a metal shirt, so people look at it and go, cool metal shirt, and they realize it's a Celine Dion shirt. My heart will metal. go on is a great yeah. <laughs> I do own a lot of weird shirts like that. Like I have a Bill Clinton shirt that makes it look like he's like this eighties jazz saxophonist. Oh, that's great. He loves that shirt. He like cracks up every time yeah, he well, sees it. You know. He's got the, the wardrobe, you know, to match his beautiful personality. Well, like thank Jeffrey you. Jeffrey Epstein painting Like the I like I like I know there's like all the the the, the mystique. The mystique. <laughs> the mystique. It's definitely, yeah, that's a word. <laughs> Around <laughs> the, the painting, but it's just like it's Bill Clinton and, uh, and just dress. <laughs> and it was like, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah. Yeah, weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, we're, we're not at that echelon yet. We're hoping to be big one day yeah. to be at that, like, international, like, well, not necessarily that. We, yeah, not the, the upper, upper You just erased what we just said here. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you got to backtrack there. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're trying to get to where we're wearing dresses and hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. No, I'm not trying to play the Version upper side, 2. Like no, we, I, we yeah. just want to be on an international level. Yeah, That's in, all I mean. International. Yes. And it was like, what's, what's, what's the goal? And then we're going to go on a length. I think the, the goal is world domination. World domination. We're, is. World dom yeah, tour. We're, gonna, yeah. we're starting you know, in Jersey first. You know, <laughs> We're going to dip the toe in Jersey and see how that goes. And okay. then, um, I don't know, maybe if Boston. You, if you can make it in Jersey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. Here. Taxes are just way too goddamn high. Well, I mean, the goal would be to, to move to, to Costa Rica. Mm. That's the yeah. goal. He's what? he's gone to Costa Rica a few times, right? Well, Second? once, but oh, once? multiple okay. times in my mind. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I heard, I heard that there's trees that have spikes on them. I don't recall any trees with spikes. No. I remember manta rays. I remember blue oceans. Beautiful place. Mm. Wonderful light nightlife. So that's the yes. idea. We've been trying to look in to see how we could uh, break into the Costa Rican market oh, so Costa he could Rica. live out his dream. If we only play Costa Rica, that's fine. Yeah, yeah live out you my know? dream of well, drinking in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream. That really is the dream. And the Costa Rican market is booming now. It's beautiful there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually just got back from Puerto Rico. Uh, oh, all right. Nice. Yeah, fucking... It's weird, man, going down there. Like, I've heard a lot about Costa Rica, but I, don't, I feel like there's not the same, like... So, Puerto Rico, like, there's, um... There's the people who are, like, native to the island, and there's the people down there that are, like, trying to exploit the tax loophole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you go, you're there. So, it's like, you could immediately... Re- yeah, like, the expatriates, you know, and there's some people that are just moving down because it's a beautiful place. But a lot of people are, like, people who don't want to pay taxes on crypto or fucking yeah. like, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was it was strange, man. It's like uh, 
like there's like kind of like the similar vibes to it, man. Where a lot of people are just like expatriating to it, but it was just, it was a whole different world because it's like it's crazy because like Puerto Rico's not that big of, of an island. So like you know a lot of dudes that I was like mean they were like oh you know like be nice to everybody because you're gonna bump into them a bunch of times like you know it's like a it's like a neighborhood on an island yeah uh, or like a city on an island and uh, I don't know man it was just it was just beautiful is I, I, afterward man I just really started like daydreaming of Rincon yeah it's it's nice I mean I have family who lives in uh, Puerto Rico the last time I was there I was like 16 though so I used to go pretty often with my grandmother right. like she still lives there she lives in like the sticks right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Is she in the mainland yeah well uh, yeah exactly she lives on like the uh east coast that's what you by san juan maybe so yeah i know it's I don't crazy know, like i said it's been a long time since i've been there it's like if miami and los angeles had like a baby yeah it was like yeah, I don't know. It was a different vibe for me. Yeah. I do know that the uh, the guy from the Mighty Ducks is one of the lead crypto guys down there. The Wait, really? West events? Yeah, the dude. No, the dude that played Gordon <laughs> Bombay, the kid. He's all old now. Number one, Gordon Bombay was Emilio Estevez. You're talking about... Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. What, who, who was that kid? You're talking about Pacey from, from Dawson's Creek? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. Wait, Gordon Bombay was Emilio Estevez? Yes. So it's not him. I was like, Yeah, because that would be weird. Remember? No, it's uh, it's like the the main guy in the, the first one. Yeah, you're saying there were kids. Yeah, the you're like the main about kid. Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Joshua Jackson. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. All I know, it has to do with the Mighty Ducks and it's all the Ball Brothers. The Ball Brothers, you know, like Jake Paul and Logan. Mm. Paul. Oh Those yeah, guys are in the same like uh, like they, there's like a whole so the crazy shit is uh, in there is this uh. There's, like, the city, and there's the outskirts of the city, and then, like, you know, for all the people that are, like, just dodging tax purposes, they uh-huh. live in the gated communities because of they're course. just exploiting the land. Uh, fucking, uh... And, dude, you go... It's, like, weird, bro, because, like, technically it's a prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, te- it's, like, a very beautiful prison. There's, like, you know, it's, it's like, crafted golf course. Like, if a, like, a golf course is, like, really nice, and it's really manicured, like grass but it's like it's still a prison it's still a game baby mm. anyway uh music music <laughs> oh yeah is that what we're supposed to be talking about? yeah we're supposed to be talking about music it's, it's, uh, tell me a little about your songs guys like uh how uh tell me where you're from okay so sea caucus he's from lynnhurst jose's from lynnhurst uh our singer jim he lives up in newton new jersey yeah but originally from west orange yeah originally from west so, orange yeah. um we don't have a permanent drummer we use uh session drummers mm. um for our last two recordings we used a guy named uh, milo venter who i've worked with for years uh for the live stuff we use a guy named ranzi norman who did a lot of reggae music with me over the years mm. um we started I was contracted to do a lot of TV shows uh, during like 2020 and 2021, and um, had a couple had a couple shows going on at the same time. And I, you know, they asked for a certain type of music, and I wrote a bunch of stuff. And I asked Jose to come play bass, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty much the gist of it but then when a lot of these tv shows like we had a couple songs and some shows but a lot of it didn't get picked up so i said hey we this stuff is good we should make a band out of it so Mm -hmm. we called our friend jim we've known him for years we've been in bands with him we're like let's do a band let's make this a real thing you know so we started about a year ago yeah 
And we released two singles so far. Last year we had a single called Buzzsaw around Halloween. Uh, kind of... Yeah, they're spooky. Playing on the whole spooky vibe, even though it's not really... Uh, the subject of the song has really nothing to do with that. Um, and then we released a single last month called Concrete Heaven, mm. which uh, the name comes from uh, the skateboarding TV show that we were working on. Mm. Uh, so all the names of the songs had like these skateboarding type names to them but the actual lyrics have nothing to do with that yeah the concrete heaven christ air and into the the grind and yes. that opens up a secret yeah. passage yeah i mean uh, a lot of the lyrics um i've worked with jim over the years a lot of his lyrics could be uh taken any way you want they're very ambiguous he uh, you, Jose knows it. He carries around this notebook and just writes random stuff down, and that's yeah. how the lyrics come about. They're not about any one person or I'm curious place. Where he keeps all of those because it's not a notebook. It's it's always he always has like a. Well, he has several notebooks. I've well, seen like yeah. a bookshelf filled with them over like I'm the very years. Very curious where all that that stuff goes because there's stuff from ten, twelve, twenty like twenty years ago, literally. He, he just writes it down. down. Or he used he used to record stuff all the time. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah. He used to bring like a handy recorder yeah. around, just randomly be taping. We wouldn't even know it. You know. That's, that's, you know, man. As growing as an artist, man, I realized that like a lot of the development is just uh, rooted in habit. Yeah. Like all of it's just like always having a notebook, mm. and it's like being able to to fucking to catch it in that moment, like. You have to be able to catch it in the moment. You have to be able and and do it consistently. If you do it consistently, you're like you always got a notebook on you, and you're always recording, and you're always like ready to go, and that's part of you. You just get better at it. Well, we have like a joke. Like if we say something funny, we'll be like, write that down. And Jim <laughs> yeah. literally writes it down, yeah. and that's a lot of those things end up in our songs. Like what? So me and Jim write the songs together. I write all the music, arrange it. When I'm writing, I'm writing for like a specific feeling in my life or whatever and i may tell jim hey this is what i'm thinking right now whether the lyrics end up that way or not i don't know you know but that's at the time that's what i'm feeling you know um you know if a lot of these songs are like love songs when you really get down to it but are they about any one particular time or place or person i don't know you know but that's what makes these songs good because you could put any experience you want to them you know what were the early records that shaped you oh, man that's uh that's a good question like i go through like these music obsessions like every couple years when i was a teenager i was really into a lot of punk rock but not of my era. What, uh, which, which, which one? Like Black Flag, Misfits, Ramones, uh, Blank 77, which were from New Jersey. Yeah, um, actually, actually, the singer lives in my town, which is kind of funny. Yeah, the <laughs> Feelies, the, you ever hear the Feelies? Yeah, the Feelies, yeah. The Feelies are like up the street in North Hill. I remember when I went to school, I found out that the, the Feelies drummer, was the guy in my band class is like the son of the Feelies drummer. I started listening to their shit. Fucking dope shit, bro. I mean, these days, a little bit different, like, um, listening to the Idols, did you ever hear Idols? They're from Great Britain, England, crazy, I mean... Big Fishbone fan. 
Ah, cool. Oh, I love fish right. pound, though. Fish, I grew up on fish pound. Mm. What do you listen to, Jose, these days? I listen to the same stuff I listened <laughs> to when I was, like, in high school. <laughs> I'm still and forever will be a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Mm. Um, it's kind of the reason I got into music. Well, it, playing bass, you know, Flea was a big um, idol to me, and it's kind of a reason why I picked up the bass i mean that and jim asked me to be in his band you know <laughs> details but whatever um, yeah that was all the way back in like high school or whatever but like i said probably still listening to the same stuff that you would hear on like vh1 or, or VH1? mtv one you know wow. back in the day you remember those, Bro, i fucking miss i was talking I remember about that what, videos i remember those do you remember that, the box channel yeah, 96 you could yeah. you could like didn't, didn't, weren't you oh, able? Oh, where you could like dial shit. Yes. yes. And it would show up on the screen. And it was like, a, you could vote or yeah. something? Yeah. Yo, fucking, uh, who was it? it was, I think it was Irv Gotti. Irv Gotti. Yo, you, have you ever heard of this hack that this guy did? This is how I think he, he got, I don't know if it was DMX. It was one rapper that he had. So what's it called? Uh, he, uh, he basically called the box with like a shitload of different numbers. And then just started like he like he like he paid for the he well. Just, so for his advertising budget, he just paid the box, and the box just destroyed. And he was just like it just became number one. And then uh, I think Ja Rule. I can tell you that you could at one time. I did this once. I was obs- obsessed with a song by Space Hog called "In the Meantime," and I. Do you remember that song? No. Okay. I ordered this video like 16 times, which cost you like $1.99 a minute back then. Yeah. So I'm sure my parents were not happy when they saw that bill. But it showed up 16 times, one after the other. I'm sure after a while, people like exploiting that. They were like, all right, we can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was automated or some dude in some room. Who knows? Probably. It was but probably I, no, some it's a person. regional thing. It was a regional. I was, I was how uh, he got the fucking... That was his shit, is that he exploited the box, but he uh, he used his advertising. No, no, no. Instead of uh, in the so no, no, he was using the mastering studio. So the mastering studio, they like they swag you out. There's like you know here's premium coffee, whatever little fucking bullshit. And then you have a phone that you could call, you know wherever. So he just kept calling the fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love like those old school scams. Too bad that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah, the horse head men would be in the stratosphere if the box was around, because we'd be ordering our video every day, Bro, peak I, times. I miss, I miss. Well, you could technically do it, you know, but the thing is with like Instagram ads and shit, man, it just becomes like. I don't think it fucking works. I mean, I feel like I feel like they work. I, it definitely works, and you got the promotion and shit, but it's like... It works. Know. You got to know what you're doing. I do marketing for a living. It's not easy for a normal person. It's like really... You it's, gotta, like, it's regional shit, man. Yeah, you got to like really study up on your... It's only going to work if you have what? the demographics that you're... You know exactly. Looking for if you if you're just going here's twenty dollars and show it to everybody. Do it's you probably hear that not Costa gonna. Rica. Yeah, exactly. Costa Rica. We're coming for you well, with Instagram I, ads. I put up a couple, <laughs> there's a couple stickers somewhere in Hako Beach. That, really? Yeah, All right, absolutely. Right. Yeah, we. Yes, it wasn't th- just for pleasure. Be, I was there. There's like one Costa Rican. Yeah, youth it's that's like gonna we see, go in and we see in our Spotify. It's like oh, there's one. Costa Rican. All right. Hey, whatever. You got to build the move base. It. Move it. We got to yeah. move the entire operation to Costa Rica. I, I'm down. I, t- I told everyone, I know where my life ends. Whatever happens between now and then, whatever. It ends in Costa Rica. It ends Rica. in Costa Rica. Damn. 
So that means that our whole plan has to end up being with the end goal, Costa Rica. Yes. How do we that do that? Be I the don't name know. Of like one of the albums. It's like end goal coaster. Yeah. One day, I mean, we 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 got a lot a lot of on the nose horse head men type puns to get through. Like back in the saddle, that will be our second album. Right. right. Oh no, that's got to be like the the comeback record. Oh yeah, we'll be gone for ten years. We'll come back. We'll call it back in the saddle. Just a random ambiguous name. When I was doing the TV work. I didn't want to put it all of our names because that's too long on the credits. So actually, I have a whole, I have a whole list of band names. I'll just come up with them randomly. Yeah, Yeah, speaking of, I've had them for like ten years. Oh yeah. Actually, I've named some bands that still exist or have existed at some point. I'll give them the list; they could take them, and then I cross them off the list. So Horsehead Men was on that list. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's where it came from. The how'd you guys start in the TV? Uh, just knowing people. Yeah. Um, What's that like? What's the process like for that? Uh, it's like stressful annoying. and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It, pay, it pays nicely, but uh, the game has changed considerably. I got into it at a very weird part of it. What is it? Is like it's it's like television shows. That are like yeah, I mean. So I worked for a company that my two friends or three friends owned, and. Um, I just gave them a whole lot of music. I was doing all the reggae stuff at the time. Mm. So I had tons of reggae to give them. They didn't have any reggae. Um, actually, initially, they came to me. They had a TV show, a kid's show. They wanted um, Motown-style music. Mm. And they know I'm into that. And I could record like that. So that's how that came about. Mm. And then I gave them the reggae stuff. And then eventually, the the punk rock-ish I don't like to say we're punk rock because we're really not, but yeah, we kind of like the punk rock-ish yeah. stuff came around. We got um, we got option to do like a skateboarding TV show mm-hmm. out of South Africa, mm-hmm. so we had to make all these tracks and then we had to sync them to like all these episodes that came in, um, and none of them got picked up. Hmm. Actually, the only quote-unquote horsehead men stuff that found its way into media was this children's TV show that I was writing Motown music for. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's right in Motown yeah. music for a You, you can look it up. Show. It's uh, it's on YouTube Kids. It's called Found Home Farms. It's about um, it's about this family that moves from the city to like Montana or something, and they're gonna have a farm life or whatever. And so it's from a kid's perspective. It's a kid's show, and this like eight year old kid uh, narrates like what they do like every day or whatever. Yeah, that reminds me of. Gave me a flashback of like the kid moving to Montana. Remember that mo- the I don't know how old you guys are. Remember that fucking show on Nickelodeon, Caitlin's Way? Where it was a fucking. Kid, it was like a badass kid. I'm an early '90s kid, so I'm an early '90s kid as well. Okay, so maybe I don't know. Like like a hundred good deeds for Eddie McDowd. Oh yeah, <laughs> remember, that shit? remember the yeah. fucking dog. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that unlocked like, a memory. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I was like, I know oh this God. kid's show trope premise, bro, where the bad, like, not the bad. Yeah, I watched kid, a lot of uh, Salute Your Shorts. Yes. That was my jam. Yeah. That, uh, Pete and Pete. Danny, T- Danny Tamborelli, bro. I, did, I played a show with him. Bro, he's like in white. It was crazy. He was a white car. I, oh, I want, I want, yeah. Yeah, I played. I um, make a mental. I gotta get him on the podcast. I think <laughs> yeah. it was. I, I think it was last October, November. Uh, a friend of ours that's in a band that we play with often, he 
held a show for HR of the Bad Brains, and Danny what? Tamborelli's band Jounce uh, opened up for them. Dude. And Danny Tamborelli, coolest dude ever. Yeah. Super yeah, down yeah, to earth. Yeah. He, he liked what I was playing. You know, we talked a little bit. Um, I used to play uh, Friday nights at this brewery. Turned out he was a big fan of the brewery. So, yeah, really cool dude. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot about Danny Tamborelli, but it's good. It's just really, like, it was, I think he's in White Claw. I thought he lived in New York, but maybe he does live in Jersey. I don't know. I don't know we didn't. We didn't get to that part of our conversation. Uh, <laughs> we were just talking about like music the whole time. And, you know, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. no, we we didn't get to You're the. Scorpio, your eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Cancer. It's like, oh, I knew. I knew you were Gemini. I felt that aura. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, yeah. The TV work is it's cool, but it's not like. You know, uh, I'm sure at some point it was better than it was. But, yeah, ne- you know, now you have places like Netflix and all these streaming services that are trying to get more for less, you yeah, know? Yeah, bro, the writer's strike is, like, the, is, is huge. Well, the whole AI yeah. thing, too, that's oh, going to change dude. the game com- considerably. Like, if it wasn't changing it enough, you know? I mean, the stressful part is that, you know, if you're, if you're working with, like, a music supervisor or a director or something, you're yeah. good. They 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 kind of know what they want and they're willing to work with you, yeah. but sometimes you get these like marketing people that are doing commercials and they'll be like, "Give me a jazz track, but it has to be like 1930s newsy, whatever the hell that means." <laughs> so then you th- you you write what you interpret that to be, and then what they actually think is something random that has nothing to do with what you did, mm. and it's not because it's it's just they don't know what they want and it's not. It's not you that made the mistake to misinterpret it. They just they don't know how to nice. explain things. Job. What the marketing yeah, people yeah. <laughs> to tell people like obscure and like weird I think, things. And I think they're all stoners, man. Because every one of them that I've talked to, they're all like out there, out there like they're smoking a lot of weed in the boardroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crack is I, whack. That's what I want to tell all of our fans. Anyone who's listening, it's whack. Some of the shit, <laughs> some of the shit, man. I like, gets budget. Like I'm like. Sometimes I'll watch a television show and I'll be like, "Dude, there was like a meeting, like one day, like there was like a there was like a boardroom meeting where everybody was all in like suits, idealized, and everybody was like, all right, guys, fucking you know, pootie tank." <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, hey, somebody commissioned like five. No, that like, movie's actually funny. Yeah, that movie is com- I'm not saying I'm it's not, a good I'm not, movie. I would never That's denounce one. Louis C.K. I just love that. Louis C.K. It was the first thing that came to mind. That's I, like, one I, of the. But, but I, I get like what you're they, saying, yeah. Yo, like there's like a half a million dollars. Like here's like a half a million dollars, Pootie Tang. Well, if uh, <laughs> if anybody's looking to revive the Pootie Tank franchise, Horsehead Men is available yes. to Sada score. <laughs> what a tie! <laughs> Shit, man, I love that movie. Yeah, I love looking where he's like. Uh, Call me down on a patty side. No, oh my god! Well. I know what I'm watching tonight. It's fucking, uh, the best is with the fucking, uh, he has the, the hit record and it's just like all silent. It's silent, yeah. And he's like, turn that shit down, yeah. goddammit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of hit records, yeah, let's go into some of your music, yeah. Yeah, man. There's two singles out there. Uh, Concrete Heaven is one of them, is the latest one. That's on the latest cut. Um, it should be. Our distributor... I think has like some YouTube stuff going on. I don't know. I just put it up there and and if it's there, it's there. I'm uh the less I have to do the better. 
It's like going on the reggae stuff, man. Like, how, how do you how do you end up making like the like I, I never I never understand like how the actual like music is like what for the reggae music? Yeah, just like I, I don't know how it's like. I listen to a lot of like scientists and like you know like Tough Gong and like different well the scientist stuff that's all remixes that's like that that's all dubbed that, and that was just all the engineer scientist himself like mm. working the board with the effects and everything scientist who the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> get with the program jose bro you don't know the vampire yeah i don't sorry <laughs> educated i told you i i've been listening to the same music for the last 30 <clears throat> years okay <clears throat> yeah all that scientist stuff so he was like remixing stuff that was already well known yeah you know, that, really? like, so like, yeah, that's like, not all that. All those effects and everything that's not done. That wasn't. Those were songs that were already done, oh, well, out already, and damn. those are remixed. Yeah, that's so like he's just making beats. Not really. So I like, mean, he has all the tracks the there. He's well, that was new. You know, nobody did that at yeah. the time. You know, um, but yeah, like when I ran my studio, um, I, you know, I had a session band and. We, we'd get hired to do something and we'd just make the music for the artist, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, here you go. It's right here. What do we got? All right. You play it like live off. You don't yeah. edit. Well, I couldn't fuck it like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And coming in at number nine.
So yeah, that was Concrete Heaven. Yeah. It came so out last month. Dope. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, fun fact. Actually, the drum track and the bass track is kind of old. That's from when we first did it, and then I just redid all the guitars. And uh, drum and bass snapped, bro. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> fucking, no, 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 he, he likes to redo his bass lines over and over again. He's I never, like, them. happy with them. Well, that was <laughs> kind of, like, the cool thing about, I mean, the, the cool thing about COVID was uh, <laughs> I was Millions able to... Died. Yeah, well, yeah, besides that awesome fact, I got to, that, that was kind of like, I, I didn't, like, play bass for a few years, and uh, when everyone was, like, you know, kind of locked down, I, you know, at the time, Jim was living in L.A., and he was, you know, sending me some tracks, and it kind of showed me how to, because my brother, he does some audio stuff, and he, you know, installed, like, Reaper on my computer, and then from there, I was able to kind of record, you know, tracks and stuff so like you know if he sent me something or if jb sent me something like you know i'd be able to like write something there and like I, you know being a perfectionist i would do it 100 million times but <laughs> you know it, that's the only way to get perfection mm. well the other thing too is like we hardly we never really get to rehearse because we have to pay a drummer every time and mm. then we have to pay a studio yeah. so it becomes pretty expensive uh. so like the only time it really gets to like, we end up rewriting the songs when we're playing the shows. Like, we figure out something cool and we go, okay. Yeah. And if it's, like, halfway recorded, we'll just redo it. Just you know? rock with it. Yeah, the, uh, the joys of... <laughs> no, I mean, it really is incredible. Like I said, like, Jim, during, like, that first lockdown, Jim was sending me stuff and, you know, in a day, he'd write, like, a little guitar lick and I'd put a bass line to it. I you're, you're doing all this remotely. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. Dope. Him in L.A., I was here in Jersey, and then it was just back and forth, and, like, within a day, you have, like, a song, and it's just like, oh, cool, you know, like... That's dope. Yeah, That's really I don't cool. even have to go to a studio and have to do anything. Now it's like, I could sit in my underwear and, you know, yeah. <laughs> play it a million times. Stroke, or crazy code. <laughs> I mean, we do, we... We are serious about this, this though, and we're, we're trying really hard to play more often. Yeah. You know, in the early days, we kind of, you know, I'd been doing reggae for like 14 years. So I, I didn't know what, what people were doing. <laughs> I didn't know where the rock shows were anymore. The last time I went to rock shows were in basements when I was like 18 years old, you know. Man, what was the real switch, though? Like, when you really, like, the reggae music? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't do the studio work as much anymore, even though a lot of people do ask me to do it. Uh, I just don't have any really interest anymore um i do play in like a reggae cover band with some guys i used to play with just for fun mm. um i don't know i got bitten by the reggae bug by some dude spinning vinyl in miami and i thought it was super cool and i wanted to do that too and probably, uh, yeah and i was starting my career as an engineer i was uh, assisting at a, a place that in hoboken that no longer exists called water music I was like, these people ain't going to get any reggae, so the only way I got to do this is do it myself. <laughs> and then I started on this journey of doing it myself and didn't realize that New York City had a whole host of reggae musicians going on, and I never knew until I started meeting other people. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Well, I'm halfway into this. I might as well keep going. Yeah. We were in the, the Newman Leather Building, which uh, yeah, is surprisingly still standing. In Hoboken. Mm-hmm. That's where we first is started. I don't know, but I was in this. I was in the same building as some of the guys from Sonic Youth, and uh, mm. 
Uh, I remember one of those guys used to come up all the time because the guy that I rented from, he was an organ player. And the guy would just randomly come up and the door was always open because it was, it was hot as hell in there. And he would just walk in and here's the dude from Sonic Youth and he would just be commenting on my friend playing organ. And he would always offer him like a spot to come play with them and he would never take it. I don't know why. <laughs> I'd be like, this guy ain't offering me any spots. <laughs> I'll go play, you know. But, I, yeah, that was cool, man. It was a great place to meet people because, you know, you have artists and musicians coming in and out of there. Yeah, yeah, it's a good place to... I like this, this format, too. Like, the, honestly, the podcast is just, like, just like me. This is the podcast era. Everybody's getting in on it, and everybody's receptive to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird, though, man, because, like, I feel like people do it. People do it, but it's, like, it's... You know, some people are, like, grind, hustle, culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I'm just, like... I, I just love, like, listening to here and, like, meeting people because it's more of a... For me, it's like an exercise in like listening yeah. and like seeing, man. And you, you get such great perspectives of the world, honestly. It's like, you know, but it's good because it's also like, yeah, fuck yeah, check out these guys. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I dig the open format. You get to learn about people in a way that you that an interview with us. Yeah, that interview question cannot answer. In your ear holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about our main goal being Costa Rica. No interview question would have led us into that. Well, it's always on my mind. Yeah. But, yeah. Jose mentioned Costa Rica on the way over here just to let you know how really? much it's on his mind. I think yeah. I mention Costa Rica every day. Yeah. To really? someone. I have to talk to someone about it. It's, he loves that place. Yeah, it's life-changing. Damn. You've got to go. <laughs> it resonates like with his soul. It's a sign. It's a lot of Americans that move there and, like, give up their passports. A lot of expats. Yeah. At least what I noticed. Yeah. Well, things are cheap down there, right? Yes. For like 20 bucks, you could like have a time. Can't have a time for 20 bucks. You can have a time. It's definitely a way to put it. Not New Jersey, man. You can have a time down there. Can't even pay like... Pay $12 for a hamburger. Yeah, man. It's good. It's a good It's a good hamburger, but... You get two, you're already over budget. Yeah, bro. Yeah, It's a house. No, but before Costa Rica, we're we're gonna try we're trying to do more, um, you know, local shows. But we've got what we got in, some upcoming shows. Yeah, exactly. In a um, weeks. In two weeks, we're headed with a friend of ours. Um, he runs his band. His name is Johnny Nolwood. He has a band called the Church of Mad Love. We're going to State College, PA. Hmm. It's the town that surrounds uh, Penn State University. Um, we're gonna play in some like house or basement or something run by the students, which is cool. And then in July, uh, was it the 27th? July 27th, Pet Shop in Jersey City. With Johnny Nolwood again, uh, a Jersey City band called Everlet. They were known as Gypsy Tears not too long ago. And a new band called Silent Giant, um, which uh, consists of uh, a friend of mine. So uh, it should be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. I've never played Pet Shop before. Pet Pet Shop's great. I mean, I. I my buddy Reese plays there a lot. I I know people there. I've I've done a DJ gig there, but uh, downstairs. But I've never played upstairs before. What so. uh, what, what like you were mentioning like the DJing like that you into reggae, but like what's, what what are, what are your like good memories of DJing? Like, how, like, how, what got you? Because I'm actually trying to learn. 
COVID. COVID got COVID me into DJing. DJing. Yeah. And I dominated in it, so I just kept going. <laughs> I had, I just, because uh, all the DJs left, so I took all their gigs. <laughs> and I got, I just got I lucky, care. man. I'm brave the storm. I, exactly. I got lucky. Someone's got to do it. I was doing it for fun with a couple friends of mine before COVID. I didn't take it seriously. I didn't even ha- own that many records at the time. Now, Ooh. now I have like, you do all violence. like zillions of records because I DJ so much. But, um. You yeah. just keep buying records. You're like, Yo, yeah, people will say, hey, do you have this? No, I don't, but I'll go buy it now because if you're going to come back, you'll want to hear it. Huh. Or someone goes, hey, can you do an 80s new wave night? No, I don't own any records, <laughs> but let's try one. What, what makes you choose vinyl over just doing like Serato or Record Box? Because there's a lot of songs on vinyl that you just can't find digitally. Mm. Yeah. Especially the stuff that I play. I play a lot of reggae music, a lot of 50s uh, R&B, 60s soul uh 70s funk stuff my uncle uh is actually he's a, he's a you know, he was a vinyl he was a doo-wop guy i'm a big doo-wop guy yeah. i have like four boxes of like rare doo-wop 45s yeah, yeah. My, my uncle he was a he was like a doo-wop dj in, uh, in patterson for, for a very long time dj teen angel <laughs> and uh cool. yeah he lives in sussex now and he still has like all the vinyl the vinyls just like all in the fucking uh all in the basement yeah man but uh this is weird because he would just have like uh you just like have a band and just like just sh- but it was like i don't know but is there like is there really like that i know i know like this is the song selection but is there do you feel like there's like really the the grain and the, the fidelity is like i mean as an engineer i know a lot of people would probably debate with me i mean i like vinyl i like holding it i like the fact that there's some stuff that you just can't find digitally i like mm. the whole culture behind it i mean scientifically yeah. i mean yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah. not i i know how me- records are mastered there's a lot of uh idios what, idiosyncrasies is that even the word for no there's a lot of like uh <laughs> there's a lot of um it's very specific kind of thing how to master a vinyl mm. and it's um there's no doing it different, you know. It's it is the way it is, you know. And it's science. Yeah, it's not, I, you know. I don't know. There's gonna be a million people that listen to this. Go, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, Jim. Oh, I can't wait. Vinyl is is the the echelon of oh, recorded what? music. But what there's an argument for everything. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What an idiot. Hasn't seen It'll be me. I'm it's going to be the guy who gave me the double middle finger on Route 80. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh. vinyl is king, bro. Yeah, you deserved it, man. Yeah, Yo, you know you have to do if, when, when he comments? You just got to hit the thumbs up. Thing. Yeah, we'll just do the <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> It'd be like, God damn it, they got yeah. me again. <laughs> Even digitally. <laughs> I can't win. Hey, Matthew, is there a bathroom yes, down here? there is. Jose, you're on, man. You're, right. you're going to have to be the guy. It's all good. Well... I don't know what else we could talk Jose about. Jose the guy. Yeah, Which I'm the way? guy. Tell me a little bit about your life, bro. Uh, straight to the... Well, like... Well, I guess I could talk... All right, Tell me you, about your childhood. Me, me, all right, well, I grew up here in Jersey. Right. Um, you know, my name is Jose. I am a Spanish person, but I speak no Spanish. Mm. That's a little tri- you know, trivia for you. I mm. uh, can't speak it. Uh, but okay. I've been to Puerto Rico. Okay. Been to Puerto Rico a lot. Uh, but like I said, last time I was there, I was 16 mm. before I could drive. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I kind of got into this whole music thing because 
Jim, who's not here, unfortunately. No, Rock. Uh, you know, he had a couple bands while we were growing up, and um, he, you know, we were friends first, and he was like, hey, you want to just, like, play my band? It's like, cool, you know, I don't know how to play an instrument, but, yeah, why not, right? And so, like I said, my neighbor, he had um, had this old Fender. It was, in theory, it was cool, but it was, like, all warped, and he gave it to me for free, you know, because it was like, all right, you know, trying to learn how to hold a bass or, like, you know, finger. I don't, I I didn't know any of that stuff. I, like, kind of taught myself and, you know, just listened to what, like, Jim was doing and and just tried to, I don't know, kind of come up with something that, didn't suck, <laughs> you know. But um, what was the process like? like did you, my, did you, did you like start like looking at YouTube videos and like how the fucking do it? So, like, so really, like I only got really serious about it within the last couple of years. It was really COVID that yeah. that kind of made me get back into it. Like, yo, like rock out. Here's these tracks. Like, let's, let's see what you got. Well, see, so like, I was in you know the band with Jim back in the day, and then it was like you know high school stuff you know it was just the reason to like get together and hang out and whatever yeah. i never practiced you know what i mean like i never like once we were done it was like all right bye see you later I wasn't at home like practicing but once covid hit you know i needed stuff to do in my apartment you know <laughs> i was working from home and it's like you can't go out you can't do anything so i picked up bass again and it was like so my process was like kind of listening to what someone else came up with like like i said jim would give me like a guitar track and he would get like you know the creative juices flowing and it's like all right well what can i play to this what can i you know and it gave me something to like focus on like i said i would do like a million takes but you know i was doing something productive as opposed to watching sopranos for you know the second you know the second go through (laughs) yeah you know so it's a good show though it's a great show show. yeah i I love sopranos every every run of it yeah I love Sopranos, but, you know, I needed something productive. And, um, you know, with COVID, I kind of got back into it. And now with, you know, my process is a little bit, you know, Jim comes up with the lyrics, but, you know, the boss here, he comes up with, like, the music. And like I said, you know, I listen to what he does and I listen to what, like, Jim does and kind of try to just play something that kind of goes. Yeah, exactly. You know. Shout out to Prototype, fucking. Uh, we have a, a thing every Monday with Monday after Mondays with Mav. There's a thing called after school activities where it's just all improv. Mm. Oh, cool. so, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. He didn't you start that in Jersey City? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did. He, he started in Jersey City. He brought it over here, and uh, yeah, dude, it's it's uh, really 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 helpful, and it helps with like a lot of things because it's like it's all it really is all just improv. It's like mm-hmm. it's the energy is all just reacting to each other. Where it's like, you know, like, you know, and then, like, somebody will pick up on it, and then, like, all right, and then everybody starts to just add, like, their voices, and it's really yeah. the balance of the voices. Cool. It's crazy, because, like, I'm not really a musician. I, I, I played, I produced music. Like, I used to, like, just make beats and shit, like, when I was, like, 19, 18, and then I did it until I was, like, 21, and then I, just, I, I was doing photography and music, and then I found filmmaking, and filmmaking has just been, like, life mm-hmm. uh i've just devoted like everything to fucking like i'm going to be a great i'm like i'm, I'm decent but i'm not like i don't like fucking you know 2001 space Odyssey. you know what i mean like, not gotta, yet not yet not yet not yet uh, gotta play to the strengths man if you're passionate and you just keep patience, doing it man well exactly it's, it's, of it's course a life thing I'm anything Mar- is Mar- 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 he's like 89 years old 
Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of like stars like uh, I think Samuel Jackson or like Morgan Freeman or there's a few actors. Morgan who, Freeman went to, to my acting school. Oh really? Yeah. To my, uh, to but I, I don't think he like really broke big until he was a little bit older. And like yeah. there are people out there who he's been old forever. Bro. Hey, well, yeah, yeah, that's another thing too. He was old when yeah. he was out the womb and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I went to LACC. I was wondering where in LA were you at? Other gym. Other gym oh, was other in gym. LA. Oh, yeah. I've. The only place places that I've like lived were Miami, lived in Ireland for a little bit. Really? Funny enough, Jim also lived in Ireland for a little bit. He did. Yeah, what we both. Like? Um, I don't know where he lived, but I lived out in the sticks, so it was peaceful but boring when you're an 18 year old kid. His family's from Cork, so I'm assuming somewhere in that mm. region. Oh. Yeah, we both have family yeah, that. It looks, it looks very peaceful. Miami is like honestly on my. It's one of the few cities that I feel like I haven't bonded with. Bonded with LA, bonded with like San Francisco. Yeah, Miami's a little. I had fun when I was there. I met a lot of cool people, had a lot of great experiences, but I. There's a reason why I only lived there for a year. Superficial? I mean, not the people. I mean, I'm sure you could find that, uh, but the people that I hung around with, it was cool, you know? Um, what's the turn off of Miami, bro? I was like, I don't know. I was like looking into like everybody goes to one. Well, at least when I was there, literally everybody from like the 50 mile radius went to the same like three clubs on a Friday and a Saturday. So you would see the same people all the time, which was cool. You know, you have a big community. That's how I found out about reggae music. Uh, that's how I found out about a lot of things. This nice. This guy, this nice. As a feature right yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yo, let me get on a horse head track. Uh,. He's actually doing a vinyl set right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in his car. He's like on the fucking roof. Yeah, he's like, uh, vinyl is superior. I'm going to show this guy. It's the guy from Rudy. Yeah. The <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> he followed us. He, we can't see it, but through the frosted windows are two middle fingers. <laughs> I mean, that was impressive. He was, he was very pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's New Jersey, bro, and it's Route 21. If you got to get over, you got to get exactly. over. Exactly. Like, if someone broke down on the side, it's like, come on. He, his wife, he probably just got done with a stressful day at work. His wife probably was nagging him in the morning. His dog probably shit all over the backseat. He was seat. looking forward to like those leftovers in the fridge, but yeah. he got the text. Oh, well, sorry, I, I ate it. And then me the other day, bro. I was walking to go get sushi with my girlfriend and fucking, uh, I was in the thing and I had the, yo, you're good, man. You can walk. <laughs> <laughs> like, light. That's, that's what that's called. And then this dude, like, goes and, like, basically makes it, he's, like, right on, like, you know, right on a red. Goes in, and it almost, like, hits me. And then I'm, I'm like, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, screaming from the fucking window. And I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, man, go fuck yourself. And then the guy pulls over and, like, goes to, like, he's, like, what the fuck? It was, like, a fucking, like, a 65-year-old guy that's been smoking, like, weed, uh, not weed, but, like, cigarettes his whole life. What the fuck you that? And he was like, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? Are we right really now? gonna, you know, go to fisticuffs here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm like, I'm not looking at cops right now. Just kind of yeah, yeah, you gotta it's be careful. Summer, you gotta be careful in this area. Yeah, well, this is actually in like fucking like Caldwell. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. You gotta be careful in that well, area, I'm, too. I'm more happy and better. Yeah, you're probably better off here. Yeah, I'm like, yo, they'll be like, man. Because nobody's gonna fuck with you around yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. That's Nobody right. wants to test anybody. Bro, I'm wearing a man bun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your They're protection? like, the man bun guys are moving in. We got to like, watch out for them. No, no, no. There's a gang. Like, no, no, no. No, not tonight. Walk. Yeah, not tonight, man. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, summer, summer's crazy right now, man. It's, uh, I don't know. It's about to, about to be a weird one, yeah. But yeah, bro. Fucking. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Summer is where it's at, man. Upcoming shows again. Upcoming shows. We got the Pet Shop. We got uh, State yeah. College. Uh, oh, we booked another one in Forked River last night in and August. In August. In August. Uh, what's, the, what's the Pet Shop date? Uh, July 27th. It's a Thursday. July 27th at Pet yeah. Shop. All right. Yeah, be um, there or be square or yeah. another shape. Yeah, another shape. Triangle. Whatever. Whatever. We're open. Triangle, yeah. man. Triangle, man. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to the State College one. I... I played some colleges in the past. Those people are more receptive to new music, you yeah. know. How, how, do, how does that like? I don't know. How does it go? Like, how do you book? Them? We were just yeah, talking about exactly. it in the car, yeah, good man. Good question. I how I found them was just searching tags through Instagram, and I went through a lot of posts to find them. Word. I would just I would type in like basement show, PA, uh, college yeah. show, this, yeah. It was just one dude with like some kinky sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I went through a lot of kinky sex posts before I definitely uh, before I actually got to the to what I was looking for. Mm. Or I'll follow bands and see where they play. You know, Um, you know, there's a whole different. You know, there's a whole bunch of ways of going about it. Um, Uh. Hey, passion, man, you got to work. Everything is a job. You got to do it. You know. It really is. I go to my day job, I come home, and then I'm sitting on Instagram for four hours trying to find Same shit, college bro. shows through Instagram hashtags. Same fucking shit, bro. It's insane that we were all just like, I don't know, everybody's on a social platform. It's, I mean, it's like weird. It's like half and half, like, where it's like, like, I'm happy that I could distribute everything. I just hate being on the fucking phone, bro. Mm. It's so much time. And oh, I hear you, man. Yeah, that's why I gotta go to Costa Rica. Yeah. Cell reception in Costa Rica. Yeah, you just yeah. You you don't. Ah, oh, dude, now you just completely Yeah, I think it, I yeah. Trying to leave. Like I'm leave I'm me. trying to I want a house I want a T1 line, so I have you know proper internet and then that's it. Oh yeah, because no food. <laughs> no. What do they still have dial up over there, or cable or what do they no, got? They, we had. Not like the 19th century. Well, some some places do have. No, they had internet. They had running water too. Can you believe that? I can oh, believe that. <laughs> this guy, he's trying to make me out to be uh, yeah, no, this closed-minded you bigot. Change, change your name from Jim the Boss to Jim the Bigot. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. Jim the Bigot. <laughs> this is all. We're all kidding, guys. Right? All jokes. Right. We love everyone. <laughs> No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm making my life in Costa Rica. I know it. I've been hearing it, like, every day since we started this band. And this and all the podcast listeners yeah, like, have heard I, it, like, five times already. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, I get it, bro, but can you just play this damn bass? <laughs> <laughs> uh, trivia for the listeners. Where, where is uh, Jose's endgame? Uh, A, not Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere but Costa Rica? <laughs> you have to have a plan. Uh, where can we find you on social media, guys? Uh, Horsehead Men Music on uh, Instagram. If you go to horseheadmen.com, it uh, shows up, has like a list of, uh, I think we're on TikTok, Instagram, wow. all that stuff. You know, all that stuff that the kids are on, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you go to horseheadmen.org, it's, just <laughs> it's a different, yeah. different, completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Please be careful. Yeah. Please be careful out there. <laughs> but go there anyway, because you never know. Yeah, you you might find something you're into. Experience the world. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure having you guys. Thanks a lot, Thank Matthew. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode. Stay beautiful, people.